I don't know if you've had an opportunity to read many accounts of people who were taken prisoner in some of the wars that we've had. One of the most incredible stories that I've read recently is the one of Louis Samperini, the man who was captured by the Japanese and tortured and, and kept and horrible things happened to him. He was a man who knew what it was like to be held captive. I think of people uh, who were held in the famous Hanoi Hilton during the Vietnam War, where they too were punished and starved and had all sorts of difficult times. It is a difficult thing to be a captive. And thanks to the many stories of those who were taken captive at some point, we don't need to try very hard to imagine what it would be like for us. But the truth is, you and I have been led captive either by our own sinful desires or by Jesus when we placed our faith in him. Ephesians 4 says, he's given each one of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. Now, this verse comes in the middle of a thought, but hang with me for a minute. So Jesus has given every one of us a special gift. That word gift is the Greek word charis, and it simply means a grace. It doesn't mean an actual gift. It means something that was given to us undeservedly, but because of God's grace, he gave us these things. And it says he gave us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. That is why, verse 8 says, the scriptures say, when Jesus ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. So Jesus ascended physically to heaven, we know that, but he also ascended in authority and power, the name above all names. And as he did, Paul is telling us he brought a parade of captives behind him. Well, who were those captives? Well, for one, the devil, death, the curse, and sin. He led those as if it were a triumphal procession by the victor as a sign of the destruction of the foe. That's what they did back in those days. If you were a conqueror, you brought all those you had conquered behind you and paraded them through town. And the scripture is saying here, that's what Jesus did with death and hell and the grave and the devil. Colossians 2.15 says, In this way, he, Jesus, disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Ephesians 1 says, This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. And now he's far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under his authority and has made him the head over all things for the benefit of the church. So Jesus ascended into heaven. He ascended in terms of his ranking and did all of those things for the benefit of the church and then gave the church gifts by his grace. So back to Ephesians 4, verse 9 says, notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. Well, we know that. He was originally with God the Father, came in a human body, descended to our lowly world. Verse 10 goes on and says, and the same one who descended, came down here, is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. Hebrews 7 tells us he's the kind of high priest that we need because he's holy and blameless, unstained by sin. He has been set apart from sinners and has been given the highest place of honor in heaven. So Jesus ascended physically, but he also ascended over the entire world in terms of his authority and his power. 
2 Corinthians 2.14 says, Thank God He has made us His captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now, before you get too lost in that metaphor, it's a good thing to be a prisoner of Jesus. It's a good thing to have been conquered by His grace and His love. And He brings us along, not in shame, but in victory along with Him. And now He uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere, the Bible says, like a sweet perfume. I hope today that you will make the choice, if you haven't already, to be, a, a, to be conquered by the love and grace of Jesus and let Him triumph in your life. We are captives of the grace and the goodness of God if we choose by faith to do that. Lord, I thank you that you gave us the opportunity to come away from being captives of the devil, captives of our lust, captives of sin, so that we could become captives of Jesus. What a great and wonderful captivity that is. Lord, I pray for every single one of us that you will help us to keep in mind those great gifts that you've given us and the greatest gift which is that we are captives of Jesus Christ by placing our faith in Him and experiencing all His goodness and His grace. Thank you for that, in Jesus' name. Stay a captive of Jesus and keep the faith. Mm -hmm.